Welcome to Had to Be There, the podcast that allows you to explore the world's greatest destinations through the stories of those who have been there. Here to ignite the wanderlust within, your host and favorite travel planner, Kelly Acevedo. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Had to Be There podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, and this is episode 19. This week's guest is another Disney travel planner, like myself, so I thought I would take the opportunity and just kind of share a little about how I became an independent travel consultant specializing in Disney destinations. So I grew up a Disney kid. We watched the Disney Channel and took our vacations to Walt Disney World, so I was all in from a very young age. (laughs) Being that we live in the New England area, We didn't get to go as frequently as maybe I would have liked, but every few years or so, my parents would pack up all our stuff and put us on a plane and we would go and spend a week or so at Disney. And it was always the best time. As I got older and the internet evolved and there was all this content available, I would find myself living vicariously through other people's vacations and learning as much as I could about things that were going on down there and new attractions and things that were coming and going. Um, So fast forward to about 2011, maybe 2012, I'm working at an office-y type job. And one of my coworkers mentions that he's going to be taking his family to Disney and it's their first time. And do I have any tips for him? I'm pretty sure I sent him home that day with like a 17 page handwritten front and back pamphlet as to what to see and where to go and what to eat. And like when you get to Magic Kingdom at the end of Main Street, take a look. I I mean, like so specific, but they had a best time. He came back and couldn't wait to talk about the trip with me. And it just made me feel so good to like have been a small part of this experience for him and his family. Like, hey, I would love to do this for other people. Like, that should be a job. Guess what, folks? It is a job. (laughs) So that's basically what planted the seed in my head about becoming a travel planner. Again, my specialty, of course, was Disney. And since then, I've branched out into other destinations and all inclusives and all that kind of fun stuff. So I'm just always fascinated to hear other people's stories and how they got involved. And to that end, I would love to introduce you to this week's guest. So let's jump into it, shall we? All right, Amy, welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you could be here with me tonight. Thank you. Why don't we get started by um, having you introduce yourself? Tell us a little about uh, you. Yeah, um, my name is Amy and uh, I am a stay at home mom who lives in Michigan. I used to be a teacher. And um, just recently, I wanted to kind of work on a little side hustle, so to speak. So Mm -hmm. I recently became certified to be a Disney vacation planner. And yay. So that's kind of why I'm here today is to kind of talk about my my life experience of going to Disney and then becoming a vacation planner with that. That's great. So you're you've always lived in Michigan. That's where you're from originally. 
Yes, born and bred in Michigan, and um, which is why I think I have such like a love affair with Florida. Is a lot of us, <laughs> a lot of us here in Michigan, like we all go to Florida in the winter. Our grandparents go to Florida. We go to Florida. Everybody goes to Florida. <laughs> wow, the winters are long. So yeah, um, all of us, at least all the people I know, we all like to <laughs> vacation in Florida in the winter time. That's the spot to be. Totally. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> so you grew up then going to Disney for vacations. Yeah. My grandparents were snowbirds. Um, mm-hmm. So we would go down there um, in the wintertime, normally like in February, and we would stay with them. And then they would take us to Disney um, from the time we were babies. And then as we got older, we started staying at Disney and um, just kind of have been going, my, you know, my whole life, basically. That's great. I love just talking to people who grew up and like that was their vacation because that was me too. Like I didn't know that people went other places on vacation. Right. Right. (laughs) Why would you? Right. (laughs) I don't know. Um, So I think that's awesome. And I love that your grandparents were involved too. I think that's always like such a sweet kind of thing to have like grandparents and their grandkids at Disney. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Do you have a favorite memory from that time growing up visiting the parks? Oh, gosh, it was just like all the time. I mean, I think about especially what you were saying about going with my grandparents, like so many of my most of them are gone now. I have one grandma who is actually turning 90 this year. Wow, good Um, for her. Yeah, but all (laughs) my other grandparents have passed away. But my favorite memories with them are like all at Disney. Um, which is so like sweet and special. Like I just remember like this one time my grandma was real hungry and we were all arguing about where to eat. And all of a sudden she just goes, damn it, I'm hungry. (laughs) She she wanted us to make a decision. And I just remember like my whole family just like dying laughing because my grandma is like this super sweet, sweet lady who like never cursed, never said anything mean, you know, but she was hungry and she was tired of the arguing, you know. So that's relatable. Yes. And there just so many like fun, just as a family laughing together, you know, having a great time together. It's just so many memories. Oh, I love that. And you're a mom yourself now. How many yeah. kids do you have? Um, I have three kids. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are six, five. And then I have a one year old. Oh well. man. You have yeah. your hands full over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when was the first time that you were like, okay, it is time to take my children yeah. on this pilgrimage. <laughs> I mean, I have never really stopped going to Disney. So I went as a kid and then I went when I was in high school and then I went when I was in college and then I went when I was pregnant with my, with my first. Wow. Um, and then when she was six months old is the first time I took her um, just because I wanted to keep going, basically. Right. More for um, you than for her. <laughs> yeah. And so I've taken babies and one year olds and two year olds and three year olds as they've grown. I've just continued to take them and we just go to different things and do different things as they get bigger. And as they can do more, you know, we, we change what rides we go on and what shows we see. And um, it's just been obviously a really fun experience seeing things from just every angle. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. 
Do you remember the first time that you were planning your trip with your six month old? Yeah, I mean, I just was hoping for the best, not really <laughs> sure what it was going to be like, you know, yeah, um, going going with her. But it, I mean, it was great. And that's really, you know, where I feel like you have these like special, you know, unique memories is you just kind of go hoping things are going to mm-hmm. be great. And then you have these moments that you're like, oh, this was worth it. Like this was worth yeah. the heart. Yeah, I agree. Tell me about this had to be there moment that you had. Yeah. So this was probably, I think my daughter at this point, I mean, she was talking. So she was probably maybe four. And then my son was still, was still kind of a toddler, still littler. And I hadn't had my third yet. And, you know, there's just hard moments throughout Mm -hmm. the day when you have toddlers, you know, they're, yeah. you're at Disney, but it doesn't mean things are perfect. You know, there's still some tears and there's still some tantrums and mm-hmm. things like that. But it was the end of the night and um, we were standing in front of the castle and the show was going on. Um, and it was the newer show where they had done the projection on the castle. And it was the first time I had ever seen that. And I was standing there like totally blown away. Yeah. And my daughter is on my husband's shoulders and she just goes, Oh, daddy, it's so beautiful. (laughs) And I was like, that is why I keep coming back because there's just these pure, sweet moments of just enjoying the beauty that Disney is able to bring to the whole family that you can really enjoy together. You know, all day long, Mm -hmm. you get to play together and have fun together and watch these amazing shows and go on these amazing rides, but to have that be kind of the, the end of the night of her just sitting back and just acknowledging really the beauty of the moment and that memory that we were making together as a family was just something that I was like, oh man, I feel the same way. It's so beautiful to be here with you as a family and to be like sharing this moment from when I was a little one to now when I have my own little one, like how sweet is that? That's amazing. That's such a good story. What a great moment. Yeah. I have like goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that image of like the little girl on her dad's shoulders. Like, I feel like that's such a quintessential magical Disney moment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. And she'll remember that forever. Yes. And me too. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) The Had to Be There podcast is brought to you by Vacations by Kelly where your host becomes your travel agent. As a proud affiliate of Academy Travel, Kelly specializes in Disney destinations and can help with all non-Disney excursions worldwide as well. When you book with Kelly, you're getting much more than a travel agent. You're getting a personalized concierge level travel partner. And the best part, her services are completely free. It's true. So when you're ready to make your next travel dream a reality, Vacations by Kelly is ready to make it happen. Visit hadtobethere.net slash vacations to get started. So talk to me about some of your um, favorites. Like what's your best as a fellow travel planner? What's your best Disney tip for a new Disney visitor? Ooh, well, I mean, I definitely am always like suggesting like classic attractions and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. 
Um, I definitely suggest, I mean, now it's called Genie Plus, but back in the day it was Fast Passes. And before right. that it was, a, you know, I always suggest that because I do think it gives people like that VIP feeling. Yeah. And I think sometimes people go into it thinking, well, I don't know that we need that. And you don't, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. But I, I love people having that experience of like skipping that, you know, 40 minute long wait for Peter right. Pan. And then you mm-hmm. walk right in and you feel like, oh man, I just like right. tricked the system, you know, right. like, exactly. It's a great feeling. So I love kind of helping guide people to figure out ways to just really maximize their time and to yeah. plan like a vacation that's specific to their family because right. Disney offers so much. You can mm-hmm. never do it all. So you want to limit what you do based on your family and their ages and their heights and all of those things. So. Absolutely. And there's so much changing in the parks right Mm, now. I know. Like it, it, every time I'm there, it just blows my mind. Do you have a favorite new addition? Ooh, I, we are a big Star Wars family. So I have loved Star Wars land. I mean, Rise of the Resistance. I just, Mm -hmm. every time I go on it, I've been on it a couple of times now. I find something new to like love about it and to be like, oh, I didn't see that before. Like, how (laughs) cool is that? So, and I love the Ronto Roasters like restaurant where you get those wraps. I will like go out of my way to get that breakfast wrap. (laughs) It's like, I'll go all the way in there. I'll mobile order it. And I'll be like, oh, good. I got my wrap. Like, I'm good now. (laughs) So. I really love that area and I love the character meet and greets in there. I love Kylo and Chewbacca. I yeah. Mean, it's so fun. So that's got to be my favorite new addition as of right now, but you never know. It's true. There's always something coming down the pike. Yeah. That's such a great, the whole like theming of that entire area is wild. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even like, so we were in, I've talked about this before on the show, but my husband and I were in Disneyland when their Galaxy's Edge opened. So we were there on opening day. Okay. And we stopped to get a soda. And, you know, they have those little Coke bottles with like yeah. the alien writing or whatever. Yep. He he bought like four of them and we still have them. <laughs> like he, he got They're such cool. a kick out of that. Like just like the attention to detail mm-hmm. everywhere is it's so immersive. I love it. Yes. Super into it. So you mentioned classic attractions. What's your favorite classic attraction? I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I I mean, I love all the boat ride rides are my favorite. Mm. But Pirates is like the perfect blend of like the music and the theming. And it's got a little thrill because it's got a little drop. And right? I just I love that ride. That's that's probably my favorite. Amazing. Have you been on any other Disney trips outside of Walt Disney World? Um. No, actually, I um, cruises or anything. No, no, I haven't. And it's funny because I'm certified to book Disneyland and I've I've done all the courses and I I know all about the different restaurants and the attractions and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And I definitely want to go to Disneyland um, to it just to have that experience. Yeah. But it's I'm (laughs) one of those people that like, you know, a lot of times I'll think I love Harry Potter. So a lot of times I think like, oh, this year I should go to Universal and then I'll get to it. I'm like, nah, I'm going to go to Disney. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, I always want to go other places, yeah, but I never seem to make it there. I always it just, find it just keeps calling you home. I know. <laughs> That's, I what it <laughs> That's what it I is. That's what it is. But Disney, really is. 
Disney Cruise Line, though, is unbelievable. And I definitely want to do that. And if if I ever go to Hawaii, I'm staying at Aluani because it's beautiful. So Yeah, it's what my cousin just got back from there and she will not stop talking about yes. it. They had such a good time. I would love to see that someday. Yes, it's all on my bucket list now. As, as I go through, <laughs> as I went through my Disney training, it was like they I just kept adding things to my bucket list. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to do that. Oh, yeah, I got to do that, too. You know? right. What's at the very top of that bucket list? Of the Disney stuff, I think it's got to be Aluani. I mean, that place looks unbelievable. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you, have you done any of the um, tours at Walt Disney World? I have not, but, you know, we looked into it because we have a pretty big group that goes. And um, we were like, you know, if we split this cost, it actually is not too bad. Mm, so we've we've true. talked about doing it um, just different times. Haven't got around to it yet, but. It's definitely on the on the on the thing of things we might do at some point. My dad, every time we go, says he wants to do the Keys to the Kingdom tour. Mm, okay, and then he gets there and just feels like he doesn't want to ruin the magic. <laughs> so like he'll he'll work himself up to it for weeks leading up to the trip, and then he gets there and it's like, Meh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I have a niece who, and my daughter, too, loves animals. And so they've talked about the Animal Kingdom one. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And I'm like, I could see down the road, like, yeah, that would be a good one. If you have a kid who, you know, possibly wants to become a vet or something, like, what yeah. a cool, unique experience for them to do at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Animal Kingdom, do you have, just because this is my favorite, do you have a favorite, like, hidden gem at the parks? Oh, hidden. Hmm. <laughs> or I don't underrated. Yeah. Say. I'm trying. I mean, I think Animal Kingdom as a park is underrated. I'll be oh, honest. I because I love Animal Kingdom. It mm -hmm. has got such a chill vibe. Yeah. And I love Pandora. I mean, that area is just so magnificent. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a park people um like tend to skip. Like people are so hype about. Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios that I think mm -hmm. they forget about Animal Kingdom and Epcot. And honestly, those two parks just have such a more chill vibe that I'm always telling people like, I really, really like these parks. I highly recommend, you know, doing all four parks if you can. I really like the Yak and Yeti restaurant. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't tried that in, I mean, like, for years, I, I didn't know existed. And now that's a place I recommend to people because it's kind of it's kind of you might not notice it because it's in between, you know, some of the main attractions. Right. So you might just walk right by it and be like, whatever. But they have some really great food that I've I've done the quick service and the table service. And I love that restaurant. I always recommend that. Yeah, that's a great one. And the theming in there is amazing also. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very. Cool. <laughs> I love the um, affection section at. Rafiki's Planet Watch, where you can go and pet like the baby goats. Oh, yeah. I always tell people about that because I feel like that's another one that like you see the sign for mm -hmm. Rafiki's Planet Watch, but you can't really tell what it is. Yeah. So Did I they... think people. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if they um that was closed, I think, for a while. Is it open again? It was closed for a while and they talked about closing it like permanently but mm -hmm. when i was there in october it was open again um 
and I just checked a couple of weeks ago because I had a client going and it was open then. So hopefully, because okay. that was so fun. Yeah, we, for sure. When we went in October, they had like just gotten like these four brand new baby, baby, baby goats. They wow. were so small and so cute. It was like the best day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like that train ride. I mean, I think yeah. even just that train ride is worth going over there because the train is really cool and you get to see a lot of stuff. Yeah. A hundred percent. I always, I, it's the same as like what you were just saying. People always want to like skip it. Like, oh, well, we'll do a second day at Hollywood Studios instead. Mm-hmm. Or the worst is when people call Animal Kingdom a half day park. <laughs> oh, it breaks my heart. <laughs> I know. Um, are your kids into animals? Um, my daughter has recently told me she wants to be a vet. Oh. And yeah, and my son just loves animals. Um, he, we have this, um, my grandfather, we have a cabin up north and he shot a deer at one deer his whole life he killed and it's on the wall. And my son is so obsessed with it. And every <laughs> time we go, he's like, your grandpa killed the deer. Like every time I have to go over the fact that my grandpa killed this deer and he's like devastated every Aww. time. And it's so sad, but it's so sweet too, that he cares so much about this yeah. single deer. Right. You know? Right. So, oh, yeah. That's very cute. It's so sweet. I feel so bad every time. I'm like, it wasn't me. It was my grandpa. Right. <laughs> um, why should everybody have Walt Disney World on their travel bucket list? I just think whether you have kids or you don't have kids or, or your grandparents or you're not grandparents, you know, whatever the situation is, Disney has something to offer everyone. And there's just something about the simplicity and purity of being in just a nice place that has beauty all around you, you know, good food, good music. Um, everyone there is is wanting the same thing. Everyone there is wanting to make memories and just enjoy life, you know, and that's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing to be surrounded by, you know, thousands of people yeah. who, who have the same aim. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, things have been lost or misplaced and people will return it. And there's a reason why that is. It's because everyone has the same goal. They're just trying to have a good time with friends and family and to make those memories in a place that's just really purely sweet and and beautiful. That was perfectly said. I have nothing more to add. (laughs) (laughs) Amy, this has been so fun chatting with you about Disney. I would talk about it all day, but. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I know people have to stop me. They're like, okay, Amy, that's enough. It's hard because I want to ask you like 500 more questions, but right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to control my impulses. Um, <laughs> tell us where people can find you if we want to connect or book a trip. Yeah, for sure. I'm just one of many travel agents. We all are basically, you know, free planning services because Disney pays the commission. So that's a great thing. We just get to have fun and help. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm on Instagram at Wishes Planning Services. Um, that's my handle at wishes planning services and i'd be happy to help you and i'm sure there's lots of other people too because we all love disney (laughs) we all love planning other people's magical trips absolutely thanks so much amy thank you 
If you enjoyed this episode, the best way to show your support is to rate or review us on whatever platform you're listening. And if this episode left you feeling like you just had to be there, reach out to Kelly to start planning an adventure of your own. Don't forget to follow us at HadToBeThere203 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And visit our website, www.HadToBeThere.net. Until next time, get out there and make your own had to be there memories.